Hey friends, Mayor K here, the host of the Great Day Podcast, the podcast which you're listening to right now, and I thank you for that. Joe Decina, he's our guest today, and he's the CEO of Spartan Races. When I think of Joe, I just hear him screaming, 30 burpees! In this podcast, you'll find out why. Joe is relentless and takes no excuses. He's making, he's all about making yourself uncomfortable and to keep pushing yourself to new heights. And by listening to this podcast, there is no doubt in my mind, you're going to feel fired up and ready to go, go, go. Thank you for stopping by. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Dissina. John, he sent me, sent me a sweatshirt for Christmas. Nobody else sent me one gift. This guy sent me a sweatshirt. That's it. I'm not saying one, not one gift. Not one. Yeah. Oh, you friends and yeah. yeah, you know, what, you, know what the, you know what the sweatshirt said? What does it say? Nobody cares. Work harder. <laughs> he knows you. He knows me. He knows you. <laughs> That's funny. Whatever. John never got me a present, but it's cool. <laughs> Just say <laughs> awkward. Are you, are you Listen, when are I going? when yeah. I started business, okay, when I started business uh, in the yeah. neighborhood. Okay, and you probably know this because you seem like a neighborhood kind of guy. At least you have that mentality. Yeah. Um, of course, you bring gifts all the time. You sure. always take care of people because you just never know. First, it's the right thing to do. Right. right? Totally. Um, but, but it builds a network. But then you just never know when you need a favor. Totally. Never know. Oh, but sure not. You always got to bring up. I mean, I was brought up. My mom was always making like, you know, casseroles or like, you know, bringing up bottles of wine. And just like yeah. always being, always giving, you know, always, always be on the side of giving. Especially yeah. if you're blessed to be on the side of giving, you got to give you on giving. You got to be able to give. And you're right. You always pay, uh, pull in a favor or two. But, by, but it's even more powerful when somebody doesn't have very much and they give. Oh, sure. Right? I, I was in a race once and I was sick as a, I had, I had dysentery and jardia. I lost. Uh, what is that? Uh, uh, stuff that used to kill people uh, 50 years ago, 80 oh, years ago, right? Oh, gosh, wow. And, and um, I'm dying, literally, and I'm in Fiji, but I'm in, I'm in the villages, and, and uh, there's no way out. And this village that maybe, maybe has like a dollar a month or whatever, they turned on their generator. They got, they got like their local little witch doctor in. Wow. It cost them like two bucks, which was a big <sighs> which is deal. A lot. Yeah. And all I remember, because it was all blurry and I was seeing things, I was so out of it. I lost 32 pounds in eight days. Okay. Oh my gosh. All of a sudden you gained in Wall Street, you lost there. The like pounds. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 32 pounds in eight wow. days. I was wow. so sick. That's insane. And I saw on the wall something about rugby. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about rugby. Yeah. But, I, but I, when I recovered, I said, you know, what is it? And they said, oh, we play rugby sevens, uh, but we don't have shoes. We don't have. I came back to New York. I didn't forget because a lot of us forget when, when people do good things for us. Right. I came back to New York and I said, um, find me like, who's the rugby distributor? Who makes all this stuff? Right. I don't know what size shoes to get. I said, totally. get me a box of like 20, 30 pairs of shoes, 20, 30 jerseys, 20, all the equipment, balls, the whole thing. Shit, it cost me like 1800 bucks of stuff. Send it to Fiji. There's another like two thousand yeah, dollars to ship it. Triple the amount of price <laughs> right. it would actually cost, right? right? Oh, and it's in the jungle. Wow. Do you know how long it took to get there? I'm not, UPS? Uh, a year. What? It a took year. a year. There were no roads. There's no <laughs> way. You had to get a carrier to come and bring it down and tie it on. I got a message. The village sent a message to the city of Suva a year later. Yeah. Just want you to know, Mr. Joe. They received. Oh man, <laughs> it was awesome. It, it would have been funny if the guys were like, "Yo, uh, this is great, but it's actually like it's out of date. It's, it's out of date. Like, we want old. the new stuff. Right. We want the new Nikes. Yeah. It's a good thing I didn't send food. 
That's amazing. That that's 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 incredible. That's a really great point. I just yeah. had in my podcast um, a guy named Svi. He runs a, a nonprofit that helps Amudim, which is uh, helps people with addiction and different different yeah. types of like struggles. And he says like how right after they're done like helping them out, people just forget them. A they don't want to be as, they want to forget that period of time, but also people just forget. People forget the the kindness and the and the way you showed up in life. It's like all right, now the door's closed, moving on. So it's really cool to be able to like tie. You got to you got to remember and and yeah. um, I re- really pay attention. I'm always intrigued when somebody has less and they give more. Mm. It's easy for somebody with a lot of stuff to give. Totally. Right? Yeah, for sure. Which I mean, and, but, but people with a lot of stuff, they have to give their time. Time, right? They have to That's give their the most, time, and, and that is ultimately the most valuable thing you do. Yeah. Which, yeah. of course, I know you're a busy man, and you're rolling through New York City, and you live out in Vermont, so you're doing a lot of meetings. I'm grateful for you to be no here problem, on the no podcast. Problem. I'm grateful you this have This is huge. I think me. we're already rolling. I think we're already guys going on. So we're already deep in it. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> if you've made it this far, uh, Mayor Kay here, the Great Day Podcast. I'm sitting with my new friend here, Joe Desina. Pump it, explode it, talk about it. Hashtag awesome. Um, uh, Joe is the founder, CEO, all the great titles of the Spartan Universe, like Galaxies, all the, all the fun stuff, the death race. Um, check it all out. This guy's a, a, an incredible, incredible human being in body, mind, spirit. Um, I was reading one of your quotes and you were saying like, if I could like the perfect, if, the perf- if I could like just in, impact people to go to sleep at 8 p.m. at night, wake up 5 a.m. and do burpees, I'll be happy. And there I was reading this. It was 1 a.m. I just had a bunch of takeout. I'm like trying to do doing some extra research on you for this podcast. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like the total opposite of this yeah, guy. Yeah, that's so like, not good. That's not good. No, you shouldn't be up. Pe- There's nothing good that happens after 11 p.m. Right. Barney says 2 a.m., but I hear you. Pull, pull it back, you know. <laughs> pull it back. Yeah, you're right. You're you right. You're right. Bed. Well, is that, I mean, that means, is that something that you've just able to, you know, bring down to fruition, you know, in past your 30s, 40s? Because we're young, you know, living the city life. It's hard to, like, you've got social life takes place after 10 p.m. You know I, mean, I mean, listen, listen, I have, we have two young boys, two young girls. We have four children. We're blessed. And, and there's going to be a moment in time where they want to, just like you and I did, mm. they want to get out there. And they want to go to nightclubs. And they want to do all that stuff and find soulmates and right sure um but i was really fortunate i don't know if it's in the neighborhood i grew up in it was there was a lot of organized crime and it was around the time back in queens in queens and there was a time when when the the godfather the movie was was a pretty popular movie and for whatever reason as a child you don't know what sentence what person what uh, event is going to really impact them and teach them but for me it was it was those things as bizarre as it sounds it was the fact that Marlon Brando in, in The Godfather and Daniel, they just seemed disciplined, really disciplined. Yeah. And, and, um, and so I always just wanted to be that. Mm. I, wanted to, I, I didn't, I didn't want to be drunk. I didn't want to ever do drugs because, because Marlon Brando says in the movie, you know, we don't touch that stuff. Right, true. And, and it impacted me. Yeah. And so... Um, and another, another valuable thing he says in the party, in, in the movies... Um, just, you know, paraphrasing, but something about like a man's not a man if he doesn't spend time with his family. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a big one. Yeah. So, so, so you, yeah, I guess I was always, um, I was always trying to measure up. Am I tough enough? Am I disciplined enough? Am I committed enough? And, um, I, I guess I learned early on, you know, we as human beings, um, our number one motivator is to avoid discomfort. And sure. so being committed and going to bed early and doing birth, those are, those are things that are hard to do. We're avoiding that subconsciously yeah. because they hurt. That's what kept us alive on this planet. Avoid danger. Avoid things that make you uncomfortable. Stay away from lions, right? And so you don't even know it. If in the morning you get up early and you start doing burpees, your mind may say and trick you, oh, you got to check your email. 
You don't have to check your email. Yeah. You just don't want to do the burpees. Right. You don't even know that that's happening, right? And it could be you're studying math or a new line, whatever it is, uh, or going to talk to a girl that's mm. making you uncomfortable. Oh, I got to go do this other thing, mm. right? Right. And so what I did very early on, and I think anybody, anybody listening, anybody watching needs to do, is I made the outcome more uncomfortable. So, so in other words, if I didn't do the burpees, I was more uncomfortable, so that kept me on track to get them done. If I didn't go to bed early, I was more uncomfortable. And so if you could flip that. And how do you do that? How did you train yourself that? Yeah, you know, I, I just, um, I'm fortunate, and not a lot of people, at least people tell me, that they don't know what it feels like to be at high performance. At, like, you know, you know when everything's, oh, like you're healthy. Golden. Yeah. And everything's working, and the deals are going through. You're in the you pocket. Know, you're in the pocket, yeah. right? And, and so I just, I know what that feels like. And so um, I just made mental checks of like, holy shit, I feel really good. Oh, what did I do? Oh, I went to bed early, mm. right? Right, looking and, 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 I, and, you, and, you, and you reinforce it, you pat yourself on the back, you make them habits. And, um, and then you also, you also make note of those times when you don't feel perfect. Yeah. Well, what did I do? Oh, I went to bed late, I ate shit food. Right. I woke up late. Yeah. And yeah. and you, you and you make sure you talk about that too to people. Mm. You don't just internalize, you talk about it. Right. Put it out there. Put it out there. And then the other one the other one is um you gotta have something on the calendar. That's what I love, whether it's Spartan or a marathon or a ten K, a five K, a turkey trot, uh a jujitsu tournament, doesn't matter. You gotta put something on the calendar that forces action. Because and, and the reason some people might say, Oh, I don't need that. I just go to the gym. Oh, really? If human beings didn't need that, we wouldn't need professors at school. The students would just go in by themselves. Sure, they right. would sit down. They would study themselves. They would hand everything in on time. No, human beings don't do that. No, we need they that. want to avoid discomfort. Did, were you a good student? Did you? Were you I was in, a, in that I, sense? I, I was an amazing college student. I was a terrible everything else student. Okay, so you just um, took time to develop to catch up to. No, I, 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 because I grew up in the neighborhood, right? And I had no intention of ever going to college. School wasn't important to me. Yeah. Um, jail. It's going to sound worse than it really was. It's, a, it's a nice neighborhood, but, but jail was was uh, almost a given outcome because anybody that went away. Uh, to quote unquote college, they called it college. Right, right. Um, I've seen enough gangster films to like realize that. Yeah, yeah you yeah. got, you had them. That's what you had to do. You had to, you had to earn your stripes, your make your bones, right? So, so, um, so college was not on the list. Nobody talked to me about it. Like most families, normal families, they 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 talk about the colleges. They bring you there. They, yeah. I didn't, I don't know any anything. Mm. Because my parents got divorced, my mother moves out of the neighborhood, brings me to Ithaca, New York, where where Cornell happens to uh, exist, reside. Um, my friend said to me, my friend's dad was a professor. I was graduating high school. My grades were like, I'm a BC student at best. Uh, SAT scores average at best. Yeah. No intention of going to school. We're three months, four months from graduating. I'm going back to Queens to be around what I want to be around. What you know. What, what you I know. With, yeah. I get away from my mom who's into yoga, meditation, health food. And um, my friend says, why don't we go to Cornell? How are we going to go to Cornell? He says, uh, my dad's a professor. He'll get us in. All right. So I said, oh, this okay. That makes sense. Because where I come from, that you, you, you got a guy, right? <laughs> right. You got right. inside yeah. man. We got a guy. So, so, um, so I do the interview, and they say, uh, great interview, but grade's not good enough, denied. And that's mm -hmm. all I had to hear. Wow. Because once yeah. I heard I was out, 
I had to have, I want in. Uh, I want yeah. in on this thing. Uh, You're telling me I'm not good enough? The reverse psychology 101. It worked. It worked on, on, a, on a, young, a young boy. So, so I, um, I figured out a back door. I started taking three classes. You're, everybody's allowed to take three classes, nine credits. Matriculated students are taking 15 credits, five classes. You could do three. Doesn't count towards anything because mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not matriculated. But if you do the three, my friend said, we do the three and we kick ass. They got to let us in. Right. <laughs> right? I thought my father said, they got to let us in. got your back. You'll do it. Yeah. Okay. So I did it. Wow. Didn't let us in. What? Oh, man. So then I said, all right, I'll do it again. Really? You didn't give up then? Didn't give up. A little broken. Did it again. Didn't let us in. He diverts. He quits. He goes to UNLV. He goes out to Vegas. Um, I stay. I go for a third round. Now I'm falling behind because if I do get accepted, I'm short credits because I have, everybody else is doing five classes. I'm only doing three. Right. <clears throat> third time around, no go. Fourth time, they broke me. I'm, I'm packing it in. This is not for me. Clearly, I'm not a college kid. And um, I tell my mom, I'm going back to New York. I'm going to move in uh, with my dad. I'm going to run my business. I got this business in Queens. Was this and, the, the pool business? The pool business. Um, and my mom says, wait a minute. Go, I teach yoga. Go talk to this woman, I, I, this student in my yoga class. My mom doesn't know anybody, but okay, I'll do it out of respect for my mom. I go. I sit down with this woman, uh, Professor Anita Racine. Never forget her. Wow. Sits me down. Very good grades. I see you've been going extramural. I see you want to go to Cornell. Um, do you know anything about textiles? I said, I don't, I don't know much about textiles. Well, I have um, 90 women in this textile department, and we're looking to recruit some men. I said, I love textiles. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Big passion. Love textiles. There you go. And uh, so she, she accepted me into her program, and I studied um, women's hem- hemlines and... Uh, <laughs> And design the rest. That's incredible. So, but, do you have a big say in when it comes to this merchant swag of, of Spartan? Do you yes, like, do you I'm, have the, a, I'm the guy. You're the man. guy. The you guy. do it all. Yeah, you do, do it all. all. This, yeah. this sets you up for later, exactly. later in life. So, so um, graduated an Ivy League, studied dresses. But, um, <laughs> Beautiful, man. But I got hey, it done. That's, that's it. Well, that's fascinating. We did touch on a few points, which I really want to just briefly touch on because I think they're really inspirational, especially for me when I was reading yeah. them about your young hustle, like the hustle that you had when you were just in your yeah. teens, high school, you talking, we, t- we touched on your, your, you went through a few, which are well known, right? You had a t-shirt business you're, you, that you were rocking out. Yeah. You did, um, you were selling fireworks, which is, which is pretty, which is pretty baller right there. I mean, I, back then I was, I, what was I selling back in school? I was maybe doing some, some Coke, some snacks between breaks, but like fireworks, that's where, that's, that's pretty amazing. And then of course you, you moved into the, um, pool into the pool business, yeah. which you eventually sold out to, for like a half a mil. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, and then, and then comes like you went into wall street and whatnot. And I, I wonder cause, and I mean, this is all with respect. Like you had, you had, it feels like, right. You went into after, I mean, maybe if I'm skipping something, but you went into wall street, you did pretty well on, on, on wall street, gained a yep. couple of pounds, didn't really feed your soul. But you had this cushion. You're doing, you're doing okay there. And then you went on to do your passion. What about the people who don't have that cushion to fall back on? I feel like, in a way, you did. I didn't, ha- ha- I didn't have. No? Um, well, in the very beginning, you have to build a cushion. Yeah. You got to so, build a cushion. You got to. First of all, anybody successful, anybody successful will help anybody out there that, that is looking for help. If, if, if you're going to hustle, if you listen to them, if you show up on time. I had, I had a friend uh, two weeks ago. I need help with this thing. I need help with this thing. Whatever. I said, great. Meet me 5 a.m. I happen to have a camera there. 
We'll shoot a video for you. Huh? 5 a.m. comes. Nobody. I'm there. Yeah. Camera person's there. He's not there. He's not there. So most people, most people talk about. So my point is, if you're, if you're destitute, but you got um, the hustle inside of you and you really want to get something done, find somebody around you that is successful. Tell them you're willing to do anything. You're willing to work for free. You, you'll show up an hour early. You'll stay an hour later. Whatever it is, uh, believe me, uh, there's a shortage of people that, that get after it. And so if you're a successful person, you're clearly a, a successful person. Somebody showed up and knocked on your door and said, I'm going to help you with this podcast. I'm going to clean the microphones. Yeah. I'm going to clean the apartment. I'll be here. Now. You're going to say no? Oh, You'll sorry. do anything. Yeah, Are you yeah, kidding me? Absolutely. There's no shortage of successful. There's a shortage of people that want to get after it. Totally. This is true. This is true. How has success, we're throwing the word success a lot around the podcast and it's, and it's used a lot in this day and age. How did the word success or what you define success change from your 20s to your 40s and where you find yourself today? Yeah, I mean, it, it's Maslow's hierarchy, right? So it's, it's water, food, shelter, and you're working up to a place that's self-actualization. But, but when you're at the bottom and, and I just want to get ahead and I just want to put some money in the bank and I would like to buy a house someday... Um, success was like, can I make a thousand bucks a week? Right. Mm -hmm. Then can I make, you know, 10,000 bucks a week? Yeah. Then can I make 10,000 bucks a day? Right. And, and, um, then I just want 10 million in the bank. Right. Like, like, and so it moves, you gotta be careful of that right. because it'll move on. You know, it'll get to a place you, you could never catch. Um, but my dad said, don't live outside the box. So, um, don't we, live outside the don't box. Don't live outside the box. So, so whatever you're making, we have a tendency to start spending and have aspirations way outside. Tony Robbins might disagree with what I'm saying here because, because a lot of people will say, stretch yourself and, and spend and live so far outside that it forces you to work hard. Right. But um, I don't know. I, my, my dad was a believer in the, in the opposite, which was uh, because he saw a lot of people, including himself, get overlevered. Mm -hmm. and go bust right 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 now we haven't seen that cycle in a while here but back in 2008 right like it gets yeah it gets ugly yeah so totally. so if you're making a thousand a week don't live like you're making three thousand a week for sure that right totally and and by the way it goes back to your question of cushion if you're making a thousand a week live like you're making a hundred a week put 900 away Right. Save it. Yeah totally I mean for me personally I mean I mean that that's actually a very a, a very Logical way of looking at it, you know, having a, and simple goals. I want a thousand bucks a week, ten thousand bucks, or whatever it is, and that yeah. number for you. But what what do you have to say about when pe when there is an aspect of money, but people also wanting to find that fulfillment? Because usually money does not lead to that fulfillment. But I didn't, although I should have known it, because my mother was way ahead of all the podcasts and the books and the yogis. In what and sense? My, in the seventies, in yeah, early seventies, uh, she was pushing all this stuff. Right? Mm -hmm. Money's not important. I mean, she was way she ahead. She was living the truth. Way ahead, and but. But she was considered a nutcase, even even from my perspective. But um, but the question the question is, uh, what about finding purpose as opposed to chasing money? My 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 point is, when you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, okay, you guys listening and watching could could Google it and look it up. Um, at first, it's I just need water, food, I just need some basic Basics. things. So I, I can't even get to this place where it's like. Oh, I want to be uh, meditating, and I want right. to be uh, have gratitude. I just want to make some money. I want to eat. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Just put some bread on the table. Yeah. So, yeah. so, um, and then you've got privilege to get to a point where uh, you could do some of these other things. 
Yeah, that's true. I like, what do you What do you keep in your pocket? Oh, at? I just you know, <laughs> so this is what I was doing one in the morning. I, I just pulled out a piece of paper with some bullet points of like some All things right. I wanted to cover with you. He's got a little. He's got a little piece. Of I paper, done my Robbie. research. You know what I'm saying? It's not every day. When you got Josie on the couch. My, when I met my wife, do you want to run? Do you want to anything stick out at you? I mean, I don't know. You can look at the bullets. You let know, see, see let me what. See this piece. Of paper. I was gonna move. I was gonna let move. Me see this rap sheet <laughs> you got on me. <laughs> Busted right here. All right. True. This is your life on on a piece of paper. Right true here. or false? In one year, the Senate completed. Yeah. All right, that six hundred ninety-six pound man. Yeah, those are just little notes like they like cut to because you know talking about because I was actually looking out for Leo. I don't see Leo in the house. Where's Leo at? I fucked up today. I got I got to be honest. Okay, and I'm, and I'm ashamed to I'm say I'm gonna it. put you accountable for I, that. I know. I left my house at three forty-five a.m. and um, for those who don't know who Leo is, maybe get some context. All right, so for those, actually, it's tied to this point right here. Okay. So so um, you left your house before I get into my left. So okay. Whose podcast is this? <laughs> <laughs> That's the no. Joe way. I'm taking over, boys. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, do it, do it, do it. I'm going to start asking you questions. <laughs> Let me pull out my piece of paper. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, man, it's a coup, man. <laughs> so so um, I get uh, tipped off that there was a 697, 96-pound guy at one of our races, and he did it. It took him seven hours. took everybody else an hour. I was like, get him on the phone. Because I was thinking, wow. I remember Jared, Subway Jared, who, yep. who had some issues since, but um, we, need, we need somebody like that. I want to help them lose weight. Call him up. I said, listen, I got this farm up in Vermont. We got, obviously, we got Spartan because you just did one. Congratulations. I want to move you to the farm. I'm going to take your keys. I'm going to take your wallet. I'm going to help you lose a bunch of weight. Find out from your employer who's working for Comcast if they'll allow it. Uh, he calls me back. I'm in. He comes up. I take his keys, take his wallet. We start filming it. We actually documented it. We get him wow. down to 265 pounds. Oh, my gosh. Okay, wow. I, I, He was losing three, four pounds a day. It was unbelievable. But he was working. I had him doing 10 miles every morning, 10 miles every night. He was only raw fruits and vegetables. Oh, my and, gosh. Um, wow. One of the ways to motivate him was I said, as you lose weight, I'll carry weight. Mm. So, so I got to a point where I was carrying around a 100-pound sandbag. Wow. So at the end of this journey, I got this 100-pound sandbag I'm carrying around. It's filled with metal BBs. It's a, it's a nightmare. Um, I decide that we're going to move our family to Asia right at the end of this guy's journey on the farm. We're going to keep the farm, but we're going to move to Asia just for a short stint. Just for fun or you had some business? I want the kids to learn um, Mandarin. Uh -huh. I want them to have the experience. I think it's cool for us. Yeah. And uh, we got to build Spartan. Amazing. In this Asia. Was Japan so, or this was Singapore? So we're going to Singapore first. Yeah. So... Um, I get there, on the way there, um, they, they uh, take my sandbag, my 100-pound sandbag. They won't run it through the, um, through the security. Metal, through security, so I lose my sandbag. When I land, uh, I feel like I need something to carry still. So I said to my wife... Um, the baggage of your childhood wasn't enough? The baggage of my childhood <laughs> okay, wasn't enough. Okay. I said, call, call Amazon, or, or, or go on Amazon, order me a 20-pound kettlebell. That'll be my new thing. That'll be my shtick. I'm not gonna, it's ridiculous, 100 pounds. It's not sustainable. Right. Anyway, 10, 20 kg um, kettlebell shows up, which is like 44 pounds. Right. And I was wow. a little annoyed because I was like, I really don't want to carry on a 44-pound kettlebell. But um, the Spartan guy can't return. What if the Amazon people know me and I'm returning this kettlebell? I'm yeah. going to be like a um, wimp, right? So, so um, I keep the kettlebell, and it just becomes a thing, and I start carrying it around. So this morning, I'm leaving my house, 3.45 a.m., because I'm no longer flying do not fly. If anybody's listening, do not fly Boston, New York, or New York, Boston. It's always delayed. It's always a nightmare. So I decided to take the train. Mm -hmm. But in order to take the train, I got to leave my house at 3.45 a.m. to get on a 5.05 train. 
I walked out of the house, no excuses. I forgot the kettlebell. And the reason it's a big deal is because I'm here on a podcast, yeah, right? And I, I'm, I look like an idiot. I called you out on it. I know. I, I, I was thinking about like letting with grace, but I, you know, I feel like, but I'm like, you, you can handle the account. I can handle it. It's important. It's important. Listen. Yeah, I, and I, it's it's it's, it's I own amazing. It. I own it. And the and the and the um and the the idea behind it, obviously carrying it as well as I think one of your quotes, if I may miss, let me know. But it's like the road to happiness begins with misery. That's right. All right. So like, but it's not only that. You're gonna love this. In carrying this thing around for four or five years now, all over the world, all across countries, putting it on planes, losing it on airlines, having to get a new one, getting an ancient one from Sparta. I mean, there's a there's an unbelievable story. Oh yeah, about I got OG an ancient Sparta? ancient kettlebell from Sparta. Unbelievable. John's seen it. What? Uh, they lost it in Madrid. No, cracked it. But anyway, it's an artifact. I can't believe that. It's in, nuts. In this whole journey, never, ever, ever met anybody that carries a kettlebell. I'm the only guy. They say it to me in the airport, never seen anything like this, right? It's a little bizarre. A week ago, there's a guy carrying a bowling ball. He's got a bowling ball bag, carries a bowling ball. Guess what he did? He lost 80 pounds carrying around the bowling ball. Just by carrying? Just carrying the bowling ball. What? He said it's a nightmare. Everything I say about the kettlebell, he says about the bowling ball. Right. So I am not crazy. You're not crazy. There I'm is not crazy. The there There's is some somebody else in the world the that has figured out the genius of carrying around something heavy. Your balls should meet. I mean, like you guys should. I mean, we know what I mean. <laughs> but that's 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 wild. I mean, that's that's a trend right there. Let me see what else I want to ask myself. <laughs> Joe, right now is holding the, my my is paper. There, of is questions. there something you tried but have yet to succeed at? I mean, I I fail forty nine percent of the time. Forty yeah. Forty nine. I just got to win fifty one percent of the time. Got the, and to keep you going. But is there something specific in your life is that, that, that you did not, that you started and just, you, you, you didn't? Vermont, Vermont has been a difficult business um, journey. Vermont, Vermont we, we, we started a wedding business up there. We've got races up there. We've got a, a farm, a bed and breakfast, a general store. And um, boy, mm. it's just, it's hard. It's hard out there. It's hard out there. Do you, is it because of the, of the, just the solitude, the, the quietness? I mean, do you miss the city life? Do you enjoy? Oh, no, no, no. I, I love being up there. That's not the hard part. The hard part is to make money okay. up there. Mm. And my, a couple of reasons why. One is I, a little bit, and I'll explain that. Two is, um, there's no people up there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, that's a, okay. That's a big one. No and, and three is most people move to Vermont because they're looking to wind down, not speed up. Right. Okay. So, so, um, so not the perfect environment to crush it in business. However, you look at a Green Mountain Coffee, Burton Snowboard. Mm. I mean, there's some big companies that came out of Vermont. So, so maybe I picked the wrong industry. Maybe I picked the wrong pocket in Vermont. Plus, I came in like a bull in a china shop in Vermont. I, you know, small town stuff. You can't come in and just kind of. Do you have some people you have to like, you know, you got you got apologize to. Yeah, you got to drink coffee with you, people in the morning. Do you want to do that now to those people listening in Vermont? We have a big, we have a strong following out of Vermont. They yeah, love us yeah. there. They love us there. <laughs> you got a big following, a lot of cows. Yeah, listening in the morning. <laughs> Come on, man. Say it how it is. All right, but All fair right. enough. So you went out there, but so you just messed up. Okay, but fair. I mean, it's cool that you're able to reflect that, own that, see that. Uh, do the kids go to school up there? Do the other, are your family living there like full time? Well, so then we went to Singapore. Right, I spent two Lo- years in Singapore. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. So I know it's fantastic, right? Love that. Oh my it's gosh, fantastic. It was ten years ago, it was organized, incredible. beautiful, clean. It's, oh my god, the infrastructure is hot. insane. Oh, it's fantastic. Two hours away, you're in Thailand, you're in Bali. It's unbelievable. It's, oh, it's the best for a weekend. You're in and out. You and I get it. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah, totally. And by the way, the most genius thing they did, you might not be old enough, was years ago they had caned the kid for like like spitting uh, for, for my feeding time. or 
or that whacked them with a oh, cane. Oh, the cane. Yeah, the sure. Cane? Totally. Yeah, right. yeah. I think and Bill Clinton had to get involved with that. Like, they yeah, had to, like, was it, on his behalf. Exactly. But I think it was genius him. because what it did was it said, oh, Singapore. Yeah. That was the whole idea because, I mean, why why is a law on Singapore you can't spit? Like, why would you get fined or even jailed? Right. It's because the mentality, a lot of people are coming in from, like, mi- mi- like mainland Asia or India right. where it's just very normal to spit. Spitting so they have to everywhere. just say, it's you're going to die or not. <laughs> and the, Okay, it landed. We're not right. going to spit anymore. Yeah, yeah, so Singapore, then we went to Tokyo. Yeah. Amazing. Tokyo is amazing. It's like oh, the, yeah. the, the it's, Germans it's times, of Asia. Times Square on speed. Yeah. Just like everything just moving fast and the crazy yeah. things. Yeah. And then we went to Vancouver. And we lived in Vancouver for a year, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then we came back. And now I'm in Boston, actually. We, we, we go back and forth to the farm. But I'm living in Boston because that's where the headquarters are. I mean, I'm sure a big part of your life is routine. How do you find that if you're just moving around so much? Well, the core, the core to my uh, existence and happiness is uh, waking up early. Uh, drinking a couple of big glasses of water, room temperature, doing my workout, making sure I break a sweat, right? Taking an ice cold shower. Ice cold shower. Matter of fact, I heard today my wife said they put in a, 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 a giant heater inside the sauna because I want it even hotter. So, uh, <laughs> really? so, yeah. I got wow. a $1,400 heater installed inside an already existing sauna. So it's going to be like, oh, it's going to be like, boiling. It's gonna, oh, it's going to oh, be fantastic. Schwitzen. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag what? What's I mean the idea is is for just to keep on putting yourself in uncomfortable uncomfortable situations just time and time again. Well, there's a there's a there, the science behind there's science behind it too. I mean the uh, the skin is the largest organ, so it's good to sweat and get those toxins out, right? Um, it, during the night when you're sleeping, it's you're basically performing dialysis. Your blood is being filtered just like a pool filters the water, and so getting up in the morning, just slamming two warm uh, room temperature glasses of water is, is kind of fl- you, if you're back. If you backwash a pool filter to clean that filter, mm. that's what you're doing to your body. Exercising in the morning, oh my God, it releases a, a whole uh, drugstore full of chemicals in your brain. Mm, right. um, so yes, it's hard. And then uh, little things add up. So I get a little momentum going in the morning. It's like pat myself on the back. I crush this, I crush that, I crush the next thing. And you just kind of roll through your day. Right. Right. Amazing. So if, if someone had to choose right now a routine where would they start? I mean, taking on all those four, you know, items that you mentioned. You know, I, first off, or is that me already making excuses? For well, let, I'll get back to that. But let, first off, if you can't wake up early, what do you define early? Is that five? Is that six a.m.? What time? What's do, what time are most people in work? Most, I mean, nine to five, right? Class. Most people nine. are in nine. How yeah. long does it take? What's what's the average commute? Commute an hour, forty-five minutes. Okay, so 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 now you're leaving your house seven forty-five. Um, you probably want to spend a little time to get uh, organized. So now it's seven, right? Mm. Uh, you may have a family there. You got to eat breakfast. So now it's six. You better be up by five. <laughs> okay. You better be up by five. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Just to make that work. Yeah. Just to be in work by nine. Yeah. I'm it's, sorry. You gotta be up five. What right. are you gonna do? You're gonna wake up at 830. You're in a, you're in a scramble because you're up to one in the morning. You were listening to your podcast. No, I was doing eating, research on you, Joe. Eating, all right. Eating Doritos. Yeah. And, and uh, you got up at 8.30 and you rush to work and your boss notices that you're sleepwalking. Like, then what happens? Then you're pissed off because yeah. you woke up late and you go drinking with the boys because mm. you had a bad day. Then what happens? Then your wife's pissed off because you didn't come home because you're drinking with the guys. The cycle. The cycle. It's a cycle. Yeah. Cycle so continues. straight off a cliff. So you better wake up at 5 a.m. is the answer. Mm. Was there a pivotal moment? Like, is there, is, are you always catching yourself, you know, finding, being rigorous, honest, with yourself, do you find yourself catching like, okay, ooh, I could, I could tweak something here, or do you find? I like the f- word anticipating. I'm, I just was teaching my kids yesterday. I want to start using this word more in the house. <clears throat> Are you anticipating 
mm-hmm. right? Are you always two or three steps ahead? Now, a lot of people might respond to me and say, well, do you stop and smell the roses? Okay, well, who's fertilizing the roses? Who's trimming the roses? Right, who's watering the roses? Mm. If everybody's smelling the roses, there'd be no roses. <laughs> right. So so some of us have to be anticipating and doing the work. Right. So um, so I, I, I have had, first of all, I seem happy, right? I'm a pretty happy guy. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I have a, a poker face, so you might not tell. Totally. But, oh, for sure. And I see right, that, but it's right. but it's awesome. And I mean, yeah. I, yeah I mean, but I'll, but I'm happy. You're happy. And and I'm happy when I work hard. Mm-hmm. I'm happy when I'm efficient. I'm happy when I'm ahead of because we go back to what you and I were saying earlier, which is uh, when the when the when we go off the rails and we didn't get up early and we didn't get organized and and it leads to a couple of mishaps during the day, uh, that creates a cycle that creates some really bad things. But talk to me for a second, because like, I love it. The anticipa- anticipation, yeah. the, the, you have the rituals, you're, you're feeling strong, you're in the pocket. But the fact is life, and I speak for myself, I, I tend to beat myself up a lot, right? I could, I could get caught in my cycle of like, talking down on myself or getting upset at myself if I miss something. And how, if you, if you ever find yourself, and I feel like you would because you're part of the human condition, is like you're in that guck, you're in that, whether because you woke up in a bad mood or something didn't work out as well, and you just find yourself in a, maybe a darker place in your head. 30 burpees. Boom. Just Boom. like get, 30 burpees. just do 30 burpees. 30 burpees. So whenever you get in your head, you got something negative going on or get a kettlebell or cold shower. Just Ch- changes everything right there. Boom. Just stop, drop, stop, and go. Go. Wow. Interesting. Don't, don't, don't marinate in those don't ideas. Marinate. Don't marinate yeah. in it. Mm. Nope. That's so interesting. 30 burpees. I never, you know, I never even thought of to do that. It's just, yeah. It's, the, the, don't, you, don't forget. This is really important for the viewers and the listeners. Okay. The brain lives inside the body lives inside the body yeah right imagine you remember those old science classes where there was a brain in a jar yeah right sure imagine a brain in a jar where the liquid is like murky and black because you're not taking care of like right mm-hmm. like our body's mostly water yeah. so so what i'm suggesting is move the water around move stuff around if you have a swimming pool that uh, the pump is not running and the filter is not clean and you're sticking uh, French fries and soda and coffee in there every day and you're staying up late and you're waking up late and you're, well, did, of course you're going to be mari- marinating on some negative thoughts. Right. Pool is black. <laughs> right, right, right. Right? Surprise. Surprise. Yeah. So knock out some burpees, jumpstart the pump, blow out the filter. Boom. You're going to be happy to, like, so can- aren't you a lot happier swimming in a clean pool? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, even drink a little, you know, like garden. Not even drink a little. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. Sun's out. Feeling like a million dollars. That's right. Feeling good about yourself. That's a a really great. The shock the system. Shock the system. Just do whatever you've been doing. Obviously, has not been working. So mix it up. I I, I had 700 swimming pools I took care of. Wow. I looked at them as human bodies. I I don't know why. I'm a wacky person, but right. A a swimming pool is 20,000 gallons of water. Human body is like 13 gallons of water. Pump and filter, just like the human body, lungs, heart, et cetera. And um, just got to keep it clean. So, uh, so there's that aspect to it. Do you have on the physical? You, you're you're dominating. You're dominating on that. Do you? How do you take care of the mental aspect? Do you? Are you meditating? Are you? Do you consider yourself enlightened? Are you? What, what, what's what's wrong with my mental aspect? No, your mental aspect is fantastic. What I mean is maybe you, you, you're, 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 you're downplaying my mental aspect. You're, you're I am <laughs> downplaying your mental. Yeah. No, you're a beast because to get to Joe, what you're, you're doing okay is, physically, but you got issues with your mind. What's my problem? I, I didn't I didn't phrase the question properly, and I, I appreciate okay. you throwing it back at me. What I mean is that we're talking a lot about. Um, 
we're talking a lot about like physical activity, you know, cold showers, burpees, physical. Um, how do you feel? You want to work on your, on your, cause I hear this a lot and there's a misconception. Okay. You want to work on your mental game? Yes. You're listening, you're watching, you want to work on your mental game? Go for a long run without money, like 10, 15, 20, 30 miles. You'll have a lot of time to think. <laughs> a lot of time to think. You got no money, you got no phone. Just go out and run and get to know yourself, okay? Mm -hmm. Sitting in a room, it's okay. Sit in a yoga style, do a little meditation, put on headspace, go for a run. What would mom say about that? Mom would be upset with me. Yeah. But she's not alive anymore. Okay. But, but, um, but go for a run. Yeah. Or walk. Right. No. Put on a heavy backpack. Go in the stairwell. Hmm. All I'm saying is if you really want to clear your mind and you really want to do some mental work, it requires uh, the physical body moving. My opinion. Now, I will tell you the other side of it. It would be hard. For, it would be really hard for me to sit still for two hours. In, in a quiet room it would be that would be a real tough challenge for me mm -hmm. and something i i should take on um but you found but you found what works and that and that's definitely and i i can attest to that like i started getting into training for a marathon i yeah and just going on those long runs and uh -huh. being consistent about it, waking up early and doing it it was so therapeutic yeah for my way yeah. but, it, but it's not just your body that's working oh no the your mind, mind is at oh, work truly. you start to build uh, calluses on the brain yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. For I'm sure. done. I can't go anymore. You keep going. You just yeah. keep going. One more step, one more yeah. mile, half a mile. And, yeah. just, you, and you look back and you see, oh my gosh, I've gone this far. And your beliefs, my belief system, whatever I believed in just crumbles to the ground and makes you wonder what else do I, do I believe in that isn't necessarily true? Exactly. Let me explore that. My mom did, um, 30 days of fasting with a 30 day meditation. Wow. She was fasting for 30 days while she was meditating in a room. I mean, she became a, a frail yeah. version of herself. It was dangerous. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, but but what was um, the purpose of it? Just to let go of her, her. Yeah, her. It's a great let go. Is her sister was dying of cancer, and so this was like a sacrifice or whatever she was doing. Okay. Uh, for that, mm -hmm. but um, didn't work. Didn't work for either of them. But but um, pretty awesome. Did yeah, that is pretty awesome. For Thirty to show days and not eat. Yeah. Wow, that, that's that's really special. But by the way, even when you hear that, yeah. and you're like, oh my god, that's pretty tough. Thirty days. You know how many people are in solitary confinement for like, right. like there's some real shit going on yeah. out there, right? This is very true. I think maybe the difference is, is that like maybe with like, mom is like literally choosing that. She like, chose she's it. She's choosing yeah, it instead of being it. forced to, I mean, not to down, downplay whatever the kid going in through. Egypt. I was just reading about the kid in Egypt. It was in there six years. He did a, he, he um, just died. Doing he did it. Yeah. He was, he was, he was stuck, uh, stuck in a jail. No, he was stuck in a jail yeah. uh, for six years and try to get Trump's attention. He, he said he was going to go on a hunger hunger strike died, died. Yeah. oh yeah. damn but, but i'm saying so yeah. you're doing six years in egypt your family's back here right wow 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 yeah that's right? that's yeah that's 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 very intense we have it my point is you get yeah. in a dark place it's, in your mind stop yeah I mean, you're I mean, not in egypt thanks for bringing that to the pockets as well but that's yeah, fair <laughs> right. enough that's true so maybe to turn around on a lighter note being you're the, you are the founder of the spartan universe do you have a favorite line from the 300 from the movie 300, my favorite line. Is, I have to read up the paper. Uh, I know I didn't read it. My favorite line is um, Spartans. What is your profession? Oh, that's a yeah. good one. And and for those that haven't seen the movie, uh, there's a scene where Gerard Butler uh, meets up with the Athenians. Yeah. And um, and he's got his men and the Athenians are so shocked because the Spartans only have, you know, a handful of men. They were expecting a giant army. 
Yeah. And he's like, what are you talking about? You know, mm. what, what's your profession? Oh, I'm a potter. What's your profession? Oh, I'm a dentist. What's your profession? Oh, I'm a landscaper. Spartans, what is your profession? Aru, Aru, Aru. Yeah. Uh, we kill people for living muscles. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's right. no word to describe <laughs> right, it. Right. Just, I feel like that just, just comes from like the depth of one's being, you know? Well, you know what's awesome about yeah. Aru, Aru, Aru? When, exactly. you think, when you think about um, hoorah. Hoorah, right? Yeah. So really, when you when you go back to ancient Sparta, and we, we have a race in ancient Sparta, which is amazing. Is that what can I mean made you inspire you to name the Spartan? Yeah. Of that, it, well, the, the whole uh, philosophy, the the word Spartan of of being minimalist, um, of being disciplined, of being committed, but um, I don't know. You you threw me. No, off. No, dude. No, you were saying you, about you threw me off. Give I'll, me my I'll, paper back. I'll bring it back to you. I'll bring it back to you. <laughs> you know, you're saying when you um when you. Oh man, I actually I'm really this is this is this is the key point. More me. importantly, what are we gonna do with Israel? I want I want to I want. We're gonna have, get there. We're getting we're getting there. We're getting there. We're gonna do. We're gonna build it. It's you know, we're, we're, it's a journey. We I can't just up, jump to the to the Israel part. I which grew I'm, up in Howard Beach. No, I I just, we did that already. We are we going backwards? What's my uh, favorite quote? No, yeah, you, you you can share that. But I was no. What I was gonna say is with with, with uh, well, you, we could go anywhere. <laughs> You just took it. <laughs> Whatever you want, Joe. We can talk about it. Well, let's talk about Spartan races for a second, all right? Yeah, yeah. Um, specifically, what goes into a Spartan race? Um, like, what, what does goes that, into what's, it? What's that obstacle course looks like? What look like? And what? Yeah. What? Well, you know, envision a military-inspired obstacle course. So you're crawling under barbed wire. You're climb, climbing over walls. You're climbing up rope. Um, you're jumping over fire. You're running up and down mountains. Uh, you're extremely uncomfortable. It's everything you would expect the military to go through. Uh, three different distances, three miles, eight miles, 13 miles. If you complete all three distances in a year, you earn the coveted trifecta. Why do we do that? Because to change habits, we don't want people one and done. We want people every within every three or four months to have a date on the calendar that's forcing them to wake up early, forcing them to go to bed early, put down the glass of wine, put down the cookie. You know you got the race coming. You don't want to embarrass yourself and your friends. Right. You can get this thing done. And if you do that, before you know it, your whole life has changed because for that year, mm. you held these habits so that right. you could achieve these what goals. you wanted to achieve. Yeah. Is the million dollar euro prize still up for grabs? Yeah, we, we got a million bucks out there for anybody who could do all three championships and win them, male or female. And uh, to date, nobody's won it. Uh, there's been a couple of people that I would say got close. What? And um, those three are just doing the, the trifecta, like doing the. Well, so, so in addition to anybody being able to go to any race, there's 275 events around the world, 45 countries, right? So you can go any race and do this trifecta thing. But at the end of the year, they culminate in a world championship. And there's a trifecta of the world championships, which oh. is, which is um, uh, uh, three different uh, distances. One in Sparta, Greece. Uh, one that was in Tahoe that's moving. Matter of fact, I might mention where it's moving to. I don't think we haven't announced where it's moving to yet. When does this get released? We're going to release this for those who are listening. Hey, you're listening to this. Um, it's going to be, I figure it's going to be released. I mean, we could move it around, but obviously the next All right, the next so nobody, nobody knows yet. It's going yeah. to be released. Uh, the, the race is moving to Abu Dhabi. Whoa! Yeah, you heard cool. it here first, ladies yeah, and gentlemen, exactly. boys and girls. We're going to call the lawyers up. Make sure that's okay. <laughs> nobody knows. All right. So, so, um, so one race in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Um, one race is in Sparta, Greece. And uh, the third race, I don't know where, I don't know where, the third one is a hundred miler, which was in Sweden last year. But I think I'm gonna, miles. But I think I'm going to move it to the U.S. Yeah, it was like, don't quote me, like four, hang on a second, six, uh, each, each lap of six miles had about 30 obstacles. 
right? So it was about 400 obstacles. In the 100 miles? 100 miles. Come four, on, 400, 400 what obstacles. To, what are you doing to us? What are you listen, doing? Listen, you gotta, you're going to have to push a little harder. No one cares. Work harder. Imagine <laughs> you have a sweater. That's right. That's right. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you're in, you're in a bunch of, how many countries you said? 45? 45 countries. 45 countries and how many races? 275 And you have 7 events. million people in this community of yours? 7 million people in the community. So just talk to me before we start thinking about the, I want to ask you about the future of, of, of the Spartan race. How does, how does a guy from Queens, I mean, you, you're definitely an incredible individual who worked on himself throughout his whole life and continues to do so, which is inspiring. But how do you grow such a, build such a community? So, so first you, you, you question my mental capacity because you were like, well, you know, you're good physically. Now you're saying you don't seem like a guy that could build a business like this. You just keep taking shots at me. Not at all. But what I want to listen to here is that, you know, everybody could build it. Oh, I'm just a guy. I'm just a person from this small little part of the world. No, but you just do it. Yeah. You know, so, I, I, mean, I believe in this philosophy. Fire, ready, aim. Fire, okay. Ready. What, what's the normal saying? I don't even know anymore. Fire. Aim, ready, fire. Aim, ready, fire. Yeah. Aim, ready, like, fire. But, but so think about that. You aim. So you're just like shooting in the sky. It's shooting. No, like you aim and, and you create analysis paralysis right. and hang on. I want to work on the business plan. Right. I'm not sure if it's going to work. I got to get a partner. I got to raise money. I say, I like the idea. We're doing it. Fire. And we shoot. And then we might have to make some adjustments after we fire. Yeah. We turn a little to the left, turn a little to the right. right. We learn in the marketplace. And so, so I just, like, we just relaunched this new thing called DECA, D-E-K-A. And it, came, it was three days, boom, DECA, we're doing it. DECA, okay. Um, and it is, it is an indoor event uh, for a lot of people that will never go do a Spartan race, too scary for them. And this is a 500-meter run. And then they're going to do, uh, let's say, rowing. 500 meter run, then a farmer's carry. Mm. 500 meter run, and so there's 10 events. It's based off an ancient uh, fitness test, <coughs> and we're gonna um, we're gonna we're gonna 45 countries like that. Just bring, <coughs> pump it out. Fire boom. ready, aim. You give me more what more at the. Uh, God, this guy's wearing my voice out over here. <laughs> yes, man. How's that? I mean, I've seen, I, I feel like by now you're, you're a seasoned podcaster. I mean, I saw you're on, you're on Gary, you're on Tim, you're on all of them. I mean, like, dude, this is like a ten hour podcast. You're wearing me out. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. This is this, oh wow, you heard it here, guys. We're now Joe DeSena. I don't even have my kettlebell. Oh, this is this is your mental kettlebell right here. You know, you carry me around, call me Mayor. Um, that's, that's really amazing. So you are now looking to expand Spartan because 45 countries is not enough for you. Oh no, you want to have it every place in the world. Not only that, on other planets. Ooh, we got to be on other planets. You are a trip. I mean, it would suck. Can you imagine if a competitor popped up on Mars? So we got actually, so we do actually have um, Elon Musk come out here, Elon. We, we could uh, make this collaboration happen right now. That's really amazing. I love it. Yeah. It's truly Spartan galaxies. So you want to bring this to what do you got your in the near future? What do you want to bring the Spartan race where where it is not taking place yet? Nordics, we got to blow out the Nordics. We got to go deeper in uh, South America. Mm -hmm. We've got. Uh, I need some help if anybody's out there. So I, I got to get to Israel, dude. Israel. I'm not, I'm not even joking. Get me in Israel. Okay. First of all, I've never been. You never been? I've never been. So you got to oh, hook wow. me up. All I right. want my daughters in the army. In the Israeli army? Yeah, I want that set up. If all you right. can help me. She's in it now. No, no, I want them in. Oh, okay. I want them in. They're young. I mean, we got time. Okay, well, yeah. I can make a phone call. Yeah, yeah. I can be, all right. Fair enough. I got all you. Right. Yeah. The um. All right. For those who are listening, let's let's help uh, Joe bring this uh bring the Spartan race to, to Israel. Israel. Let's yeah. do it. Let's make let's it happen. It. Let's, yeah. let's go, team. Very on brand place. Oh yeah. Very would, on oh, brand. This, would, this is so. Yeah, I mean, oh, they would so love it. on. They would yeah. Love this is part of their it. life. I mean, this is what they do on a daily. You know. And then what? What like what the, kind the of bird? Food? The bird is making things easy. Uh, it's making the Israelis lazy. 
You know the bird? It's like the um, it's it's the app you download and you find scooters wherever you want. Like oh, we gotta get rid of it immediately. Yeah, so they're just making everybody get rid of super it lazy. Everybody's jumping on it and scooting around. Like so, there's there's certain little bagels getting some stomachs over there. And the flaw for the schwam, if you're not going for a run, are they electric or gas? No, they're all electric. It's electric. They're all electric. Yeah. We gotta we gotta go there and disconnect them all. <laughs> This is it. It's like escalators. That, escalators destroyed everybody. That could be fun, by the way. That's what Spart- that's your that's your move. Spart- you should go around with bird and put big locks on it with the Spartan logo on it. Let's do that. That's the way that's the way hey, that's the way we're gonna market in Israel. Yeah. That's how you do it. I'll buy a thousand locks. And just lock them up. And lock them all up. And just put the date. Yo, yeah. be here. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You finish the race, we'll unlock <laughs> we'll the scooter. We'll unlock your scooter for you. I'm just saying I have ideas sometimes, all right? I like so it. Just, no, I like it. I like it. Give me a call. Give me a call. That's real guerrilla marketing. I will, yeah. I will, um, I'll, we're going to put you out there. We're going to bring it to Israel. What kind of food would we have at the finish line in Israel? Oh, man. I mean, you, I mean, you're all about the raw vegetables. I mean, you got to be, basics is you got you got falafel, you got shawarma. Yeah. You got to, yeah. Tr- yeah, treat them right. What kind yeah, of salad? Like green salad? No, green Israeli salad. <laughs> green, what's what an, is what's green? A, you go to Greek, you Greece, uh-huh. you have a Greek salad. You go to Israel, you have Israeli salad. What's an You got some cucumbers, you got some tomatoes diced up, you got some some olive, some 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 olive oil, some pepper. You put it together, yeah, you got to go. It. I love yeah. it with hummus. Some hummus, yeah, the best hummus of your, of your hummus life. and falafel. That's all you need. Perfect. A little, a little, yeah, a little. Hey, I'm getting hungry. Mm. Is there a good restaurant in the city here? I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna, here? Yeah. Oh, fantastic, fantastic stuff. But there actually, um, um, there is some really great. Yeah, there's some really great spots I could tell you afterwards. Actually, sure. give me yeah. a good spot. I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, some Middle Eastern, some yeah. good Israeli stuff for sure. Um, what else? Yeah, no, that's. I think. I, I think that's. That's all the good stuff. On on a on an ending note, um, for those who are listening who just need that push, you know, if they could just like put your put a certain voice. Tune into this. Follow me on Instagram. I don't know what's my Instagram. Real Joe DeSena. Real Joe. Follow me on Instagram. I will. um, I'll I'll motivate you every day. I saw that. I saw you picked up your game on social media. You've been putting a lot of that. I hired this guy John, your your buddy. Yeah. And uh, he's been making me do it. I was. I I, I held out for like eight years on it. Why? Like I'm not gonna do it. Why not embrace the new tool of the world? Because I was. It's kind of like the scooter thing. I was like, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm on a farm. Carry rocks. I don't want (laughs) to. Right. But um. But I did it. You did it. it. And are you happy that you did? It, I mean, now it's a responsibility. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta come up with shit every day. We gotta do it. Right, right you gotta show up. Yeah, I gotta, gotta show, show up. up. So um, it is what it is. So check me out there, and then uh, my email is joe at spartan dot com. Uh, what we should do for your audience is anybody that wants a free race who has not raced before, it's on me. But you got one week to commit from the time you put it out there, and then we'll Ooh. so, so another more time. Stand, break it down. So so you uh, let's say this thing aired tomorrow. Okay. Uh, you tell your audience you got one week. To commit to a Spartan race, they tell you I'm in. You get their name and everything. You tell me I'll give them a free race. Wow! You put together a list. Put together a little Excel spreadsheet. Okay. I guarantee. How, how big is your audience? Fifty thousand, hundred thousand? Yeah. Whatever. On Instagram, but yeah, I mean more on YouTube will be two hundred fifty thousand. Right. Sure. Okay. I guarantee you go out to all of them. It's free. I'd be shocked if you get more than five people. Really? Yeah, because they're all sleeping in late. They're all going to bed Not late. my peeps. They're oh, no. on We're scoodles. Mayor K Nation right here, man. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We're having a great day. Yeah, we'll see about Have that. a great day, Mayor I'll, K. I'll put money on it. What? <laughs> Let's okay. see how many people you get. All right. All right. So, okay. So, everybody, pl- after five, because, what's the deal? Because when I did, the, I don't remember who the guy was, the Greek guy, his Greek uh, community. The Iceman? He got like 12. Yeah, 12. Uh, we got the Iceman. He got like 15. Ooh. Um, so, we'll, we'll see how your tribe compares with the other countries all right let's all go right. people you're hearing him right now joe is giving out a free once we launch this so you're once you hear this we're launching it reach out to me you have one week 
One from week. the launch date of this podcast, when it goes live, so you have to look at the date. To when commit. We, to commit. To you. I commit to doing a Spartan race. Give me a free entry. Bada boom. Bada boom. Right. And by doing so, also obviously you have to follow Joe, follow myself. No, you'll, you'll, you'll collect them all and you okay. send it to me. I'll send it to you? Okay. Yeah, and it could be any race in the world? Any race in the world. Because my followers are throughout, I mean, our tribe yeah. is throughout the world. No, no problem. Whatever, whatever, whatever okay, you Okay, wow. You sound yeah. very, you know, you sound confident. I'm yeah. not getting more than five yeah. here. I'd be shocked. Okay, well, you know, I'm, I, I, I admire the confidence that you have, and you're, you know, really, you already got one here. Jake, Jake, the camera guy right behind me, videographer, is already, already committed. He, I'll get him a free one, but he doesn't count towards your five. Woo! <laughs> Deal. By oh, the way, man. now you insulted me again. You said I have too much confidence. Too much? Oh, gosh. Wow. Do you feel insulted? No. Okay, great. Because it really comes out of love and admiration. And uh, seriously, since. since one, jo- one la- let's end with one last thing. Okay. Before you do that, because oh. I, I want you to end, I want you to have the last word. I just want to give a shout out. Since John, um, our mutual friend here, is rocking out your social media, um, told me about you. I've, I've, it's been great. It's been really great to be following so you. So now until, that's insult number five. You didn't know who I was until John told you? No, oh. no, I did not know. You know what? I knew about Tough Mudder. Did, I, didn't know, I didn't know about Spartan did. Race. You see this guy? Unbelievable. <laughs> On that note, by the way, how's that going? I'm working on it. All right. I'm working on it. Cool. Which, yeah. We'll yeah, because I mean, honestly, that's the only. I mean, that's the only big name in the game, and it's really cool that you're actually like planning to acquire, to acquire them, right? Yeah, working on it. We'll, well see. We'll see. It's a little complicated. All right. Well, may it go um, smoothly and work work things out. For last you. thing I wanted to say was, um, I don't dwell on any negative stuff. I just don't. I just literally just snap out of it. Let it go. Yeah, let it go. I don't even need to do the thirty burpees. I recommend the audience do. I just boom. I'm I'm on to something else. Bam. I when I walked in the apartment here, I was dwelling a little bit on this CNBC thing I'm dealing with. A little less forty five minutes, but yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, <laughs> okay, before I even got on the phone, I yeah. was like weighing up, like I yeah. was annoyed about it. Right. Right. Um, but then I fixed it. Right. You took action. I took action. Right. Usually when we're just just sitting in it, we're not yeah. doing anything. Right. We're not so taking so action, so right. you can't always take the kind of action I took, which was a phone call that helped solve it. So in that case, do your thirty burpees. Mm. Right, mm-hmm. knock it out with a new mind. Oh my God, my girlfriend broke up with me. We had a fight. What up? Do thirty burpees. I heard a terrible story. We'll end it on this. I don't want to end it on this. Is this terrible. terrible story. This is a terrible yeah. story. I don't want to end this. It on and this. then you, maybe you'll end up with your three G's. My three G's. Give me my three G's. Your three G's are of, of grit, grind, and gratitude. Oh, grit, grind, and but gratitude. Oh, that's story? a question. That's All good, right, yeah. a terrible story. But I was talking to a guy the other day, and and uh, his son, my son, my, our boys wrestle, and his son, uh, his nephew wrestled was state champ. And um, broke up with his girlfriend in college. Uh, had Before too much the match or after the match? After the match. Uh-huh. Had too much to drink after they broke up. Uh-huh. Too much to drink. Drove his car. Crashed it. Died. Oh, gosh. And, and, um, and I thought about what you were saying about that marinating. Like, there's an example, right, where 30 burpees would have been a much better outcome than drinking, drive. But, but you can't get, like, you and I were young, at, at, and we did stupid sure. stuff like that. We all, we all do it. Yeah. And so... Um, <clears throat> you it, know, it, stuff gets out of control. Simple. Here's a, here's a great one. You and I are uh, flying a, a space shuttle. There's a there's a hundred dials in the dashboard. Uh, by accident, you hit one of the dials, and you only knocked it to the right a millimeter. It's no big deal, right? right? It's like it's like uh, staying up a little late tonight or having a Haagen Dazs ice cream. It's no big deal. Just a millimeter to the right. One dial. There's a hundred of them, except you and I end up on the wrong planet. Right. Because of that. So so seemingly insignificant decisions, these little things we do on a daily basis, going and having that beer because he broke up with his girlfriend, drives, crashes the car. Like that's why I try to anticipate and try like right. it might sound boring, it might sound like I'm I'm a crazy person, but 
Yeah, sure. I'm actually reading right now. I'm, I'm actually audibling right now. The uh, Atomic Habits by forgot his name. I, I I know I know. The yeah, book. but yep. Atomic Habits. Shout out to the author. It's really great. And it's just all, all about just like we, I I know I get fixated on the on the big on the big massive changes. Tiny little tiny little, little things all day long. Just accumulating. Yeah, make just my bed. Yeah. Drink my water. Right. Do my burpees. Do my burpees. Yeah. I will be committing that. I will be doing burpees. Tonight. Do thirty a day for thirty days. Get your whole audience thirty a day for thirty days. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. And have them post or whatever that yeah. they did it. Cool. Awesome. Is there a hashtag that you go by? Is there, we, yeah, come up with something, John. All right. 30, thirty. Hashtag thirty, 30 burpees, 30. thirty days. It's <laughs> a long one. Thirty for thirty. Joe. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Thanks yeah. so much, man. I really appreciate I'm you. I'm so glad I was able to interview you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. What do you think, huh? That's not bad. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you, Joe, for coming through and sharing your insights and passion. And friends, don't forget, reminder, if you're listening to this podcast within its first week of the release, then you have access to a free Spartan race wherever you want in the whole world. Once again, look at the date of this podcast. If it's within a week of its release, you have access to a free Spartan race wherever in the whole world. All you have to do is reach out to me directly through my social media platforms at Mayor K, M-E-I-R-K-A-Y. And you'll be able to access and enjoy and challenge yourself in a Spartan race. So be sure to check that out and let me know. And until then, until next Monday, when we release the new podcast episodes, I want to wish you a fantastic, awesome, and great day ahead. Thank you.